everyone, and welcome to How to Be Me Again. It is the podcast where we talk about how to take care of ourselves because we don't know how. I'm Kristen. And I'm Maddie. Maddie. I thought I'd change it up. Your name is easy to sing. Mine's not as easy to sing. Oh, now I feel like that's a challenge to me. I feel like it is. (laughs) I'm kind of looking at you like it is a challenge. um, Oh, now I've got to think about it. How would I do it? Would I do it like percussive? Like Kristen? Something like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's a little jazzy. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I think think because you've got these like and the. Yeah. You've got like, you've got some cool, you can put some beat in there. Yeah. Okay. I like I'll it. keep I'll keep working on it. I'll come back with a new one <laughs> next week. I'll introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so we've done our first week of being how to be active, and I have to yeah. say I'm gonna just like dive right in. Normally, I ask Do you it. how you're doing, but I got stuff to say. But who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but who, I don't care how you're doing. I'm kidding. <laughs> um. So this last week, I think I mentioned the week before that I'd had a mole removed on my chest, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. And I had stitches in there. So I got the stitches removed on Thursday mm-hmm. and Thursday during the day was all great. It was fine. I was like, okay, cool. The doctor's like, oh yeah, it looks great. Whatever. So, and then Thursday night when I went to bed, like 11 o'clock at night, I like rolled over in the wrong way and it totally opened <gasps> like oh, and scary. I was like what yeah I was by myself because my husband's working up north right now and I was like what is happening and it was like this huge like I didn't realize that he took like such a chunk of me out like Ooh. it's like this huge gaping thing that I had to like mm. close back up so I was like trying to like rig it closed with like band-aids and stuff and like whatever it was awful it was so traumatizing I mean it's not that big of a deal but still at the time oh no I feel you I feel you just quickly as a side I had an operation years ago where I had like it's way too gross to kind of get into detail but basically (laughs) it's right right at the top of my bum (laughs) I've got like a pirate ass now because it like has the scar with like where I had stitches but when I first saw it after I'd like had the operation and I was like in the mirror and it wasn't even open. It was just seeing it. I got like, I was so like afraid. It was like, yeah. this just fear. And yeah. like, yeah, I've I had know, a cat like- pop their stitches open, like what you just oh. described. And yeah. I like, <laughs> I fashioned a collar for her. Cause I was like, Oh my God, we're going to get you to the back. We need to close <laughs> you back up. I don't know what to do. Yeah. So, like it's I freaky because it's like, what yeah. do I do? And I don't want to look, I don't want to deal with open. it. I don't want to. Yeah. It's open to the elements. Like what happens? Yeah. Exactly. And mm. so I managed to get in to the doctor the very next morning. I basically went and like, at first I was going to call right as soon as they opened. I'm like, screw this. I'm just going down there, which you. is not normally what I'm like at all. But I was like, this is not okay. <laughs> I've got to go take care of this right now. So luckily, oh like I was very lucky that I got in right away and he put stitches yes. back in right away. But of course, now that I've got stitches in again, it's another 10 <gasps> days until I get them out. And then after that, he's like, you have to be like, super Gentle. careful like he's like you're no vacuuming the house no moving basically in any way so I went from like what two weeks ago thinking oh great I was doing kickboxing five times a week and then yeah. being told that I had to limit my movements and then being told Just it's gonna move. be another basically like 20 yeah. days potentially of like being super careful and not moving at all Wow. It was so brutal. I was like super depressed all weekend. Oh, I can understand. Because I was like so just like I it was like something just totally derailed me and like you had such momentum my, going on. I had such momentum and I was yeah. so excited about it and so like like it was my mission, you know, mm. to to just physically like get it active. done, you know. Yeah, yeah get active. And I was already so proud of myself for doing all that stuff and like, you know, overcoming all of the obstacles in order to do that already, which was like having to get my ass off the couch and go, you know, like that was hard enough to begin with. And I'd already gotten over the really hard part of it. And now it's like, okay, I have to stop and I'm going to have to start that all over again at some point, Mm. you know? So I really was getting down a lot this weekend. And then I had this moment on Saturday where I was like, I could tell my mind was very like really starting to get depressed to like Mm -hmm. getting into that. 
oh, it's hopeless, like that kind of mindset. And I was like really scared of that because I don't want to go down that road again. I've done so much work. Yeah. And so I had this moment where I was like, okay, like it's not in your control. You can't change what has happened. Like this Mm. happened because I kept going back thinking like, oh, well, if I would have known I wouldn't mm. have done it now. I would have yes. chosen a different time to do it. This was like t- terrible timing, but I was had been given the impression that it would be this easy thing, you know, yes. like it, it wouldn't impact my life at all. And it's like, just like made my life grind to a halt, basically. Especially when the doctor just doesn't give you that heads up. Like we talked about last week, I feel yeah. like you haven't had a chance to plan. And then exactly because you haven't had a chance to plan, you do have that residual like, oh, but I was supposed to be doing this, which maybe, I don't know, I'm not saying you're at any fault here, but it's like, do you move a little bit more? Do you, you know, like are you a little bit more um, anxious or like feeling more urgent about getting back to what you were doing? Like, you know, it it can potentially play into what happens and, you know. Absolutely. That's exactly it. And so I kept going down that, like my mind was just racing with, oh, well, if I hadn't done this or if I hadn't, you know, like made a point of getting this done right now and all Mm. that kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, we'll stop that because it's happened already. So it's out of your control that it happened. And this is the situation that you're, you're given. Right. Mm. So just a shame because like the whole act of getting a mole removed is supposed to like, I look at it as being like a really true form of like self-care. Like you're, you're trying to prevent what could turn into some kind of skin cancer and, you know, it's a big deal to have like a biopsy like that. Yeah. Um, It's a shame that it, it has become this, 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 what is, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh my, my brain just had a total brain fart. Morally, <laughs> <laughs> it's just really disappointing. <laughs> disappointing. How hard is yeah. that word? It just becomes this disappointing, like bigger yeah. event that should have, like, like I would imagine it's something you, as much as it would have hurt, and there would have been like something to deal with there. It's still like, oh, look what I did for myself. It was, but now that's it's exactly like, it. Yeah, and that was not my about thought. That at all. Where I'm like, oh, I'm being such an adult, and I'm actually like taking <laughs> care of myself. And God, like, I'm going up. Responsible. <laughs> it's like oh. <laughs> being an adult sucks. That's the lesson I've learned. No, yeah, <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. But so I had this like talk with myself on Saturday where I was like, okay, that's enough. Cause I was starting to scare myself of like going down a mental spiral now Mm. where I was like, that is it. There are still things that are in your control. So what's in my control. I like made myself list out what I was in control of. I'm like, I can still go for hikes. I can still um, eat well, and I can still drink lots of water and I can still do modified exercises. You know, like I still can do these things and still be doing more active stuff than I was doing before. So it's fine. Like I can do this. And so I managed to like get out of my pajamas on like Saturday afternoon at like three o'clock because it gets dark here now at like four 30. Right. The worst. So I was like, I the other to- worst, <laughs> the other worst. Exactly. I'm like I need to like get dressed and get out and go for a hike right now. Like I have to just do it like take action and do it Mm. and I did it and I felt so good and I ate really well that night and like Sunday I went for two hikes because I had two different friends that were like hey you want to go for a hike I'm like okay cool (laughs) ask me this time (laughs) like whatever I'll move it's fine so I I I was so impressed that I managed to turn it around Mm. and like really change that the way that I like my mental path. Yes. And I realized that down to, yeah. Like what, what do you think? Like, how is that different from the past? Well, I think, I don't know. Like, I think that I'm just much more um, mentally and emotionally strong right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm much more aware. So I was like, I could notice myself slipping into that darkness a little bit faster, mm. you know, And I was, and I think because I did feel a sense of control in some way, like instead of just like giving into it and like kind of blaming the outside world and like looking at all these circumstances that brought me there and thinking they still existed. Yeah. I was able to kind of be like, okay, well, what can I do instead of like, oh, I can't do this and I can't do that and I can't do whatever. And I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. It was, well, what is in my control? What can I do? What action can I take? 
Yes. So it's like, okay, I already know I can't do the stuff I wanted to be doing, but like Mm -hmm. boohoo, whatever, get over it. What can I do? You know, like, and I did, I, I was thinking, I'm like, wow, I'm so much more mentally and emotionally strong and that strength, like, I, I could depend on that strength when I didn't have my physical strength, you know, mm. like I couldn't do that. So it's like, it's like I could lean on these other things to help me get through and be active in those moments, you know, that's huge. It was really cool. It was like yeah. such a cool feeling to be like, Hey, my brain thought of that. And I like, I went with it and I allowed myself to do it. And I changed, I turned my emotions around. I went from yes. feeling super depressed to like within half an hour feeling very positive and hopeful and like mm. taking charge and like energetic. It was amazing. And you know, it's so interesting because I, like as you started telling me about the stitch popping and like, mm. you know, all of this kind of stuff, I, I straight away went to this place in my mind where I was like, I don't think this experiment for you is actually about being physical. I think it's uh, going to challenge you in different ways. I think yeah. this is almost like, I don't know how much you believe in this stuff or our listeners do, but I feel like mm, this is what physical was supposed to be for you. Like this yeah. is this is the challenge is like yep. it's like having a plan and like having choice and having um, drive around it, but also mm-hmm. not not putting so much meaning on it that it's like if I don't have it, I'm depressed or I'm exactly down or like it's finding that finding and finding different ways and I think it's kind of like what we touched on a little bit last week where for me it's always it's very easy to be like okay this is the one thing I have to do like if I have a clear path I can I can do it I can yes do those things it's been easy-ish for me to work in corporate worlds and that kind of thing but working and running my own business is more difficult because it's it's self-driven you know Mm. I'm the one that creates those parameters of if you do xyz then you'll you'll get these results right like absolutely so it's it to me now it's like paralleling my life in general where I'm like oh because kickboxing was the easy answer it it, even Mm -hmm. though it was difficult to push myself initially to do it it became that easy thing where I'm like as long as I do that every single day it's fine like yes. whatever else is fine and now that that's gone i have to learn how to be active on my own and find what works for me and stick to yeah. it and that's and be what more i'm flexible too because mm-hmm. like that's the thing is i think the easy path can feel very attractive because it is easy mm-hmm. but it's kind of like to recognize so seldom in life is the easy path truly easy or even like real (laughs) it's like it's like a a bit of a mirage it's like if I walk this way I'm gonna like get this result and then the mirage disappears and you're like hang on a second where am I like what do I do to get out of this place so that's what I think there's so many lessons you get out of this of like even being forced to do physicality differently or to be physical um less and it, for it to still be okay like that whole yep. good enough thing yeah it's uh and you know and like I think going back to kickboxing you can choose do I go back to the five days because that's what really like feels good or was that the easy path that was like the safe like road like exactly. kind of deciding yeah. yeah exactly and that's the thing where I think that um yeah for me having it, it be a very uncertain is the scariest thing for me Right. Because yeah. then I'm like, oh, I have to decide every single day instead of that decision just being, do I go or do I not go? The decision is, well, what do I do and how long do I do it for and how mm. much do I push myself and what am I going to get from it? And is it going to be good enough? And blah, 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 blah. Like all these other things come into it. It's like yes. that my head just starts going. I think I would like to create something for myself, like, you know, a little bit of a daily routine that I can that I can do without having to think so much. Yes. Cause there's decision fatigue that comes in. Yeah. Like, as you were saying that I was like, it's all well. And like the easy path also is attractive because it, it removes a lot of those decisions you've got to do. Exactly. But I think even just like part of the whole purpose of this podcast, the, in the experiments is like having those tools you can draw on. Yeah. So it, it, the same thing goes for like movement is to understand, okay, well, what are the things I enjoy? Like, let's get a, let's get a little mini, like backpack of all the stuff that I love that I can like yep. draw from whenever 
I want to. So you've got less decisions to make and you know that they're decisions that have already got a lot of the thinking figured out. Well, I know that I love hiking. I know that I love kickboxing. Like, which one do I feel like more today? It's like, it's, it's a lot less than going like, of all the possible solutions in the, exactly. in the planet, what do I do right now? Yeah, that's exactly it, right? And that's that's the perfect way to describe it where I'm like, okay, well, now I'm just being forced to, to create those things for myself and mm-hmm. create my little backpack where I've got all these different things I can turn to. Yes. So that's kind of cool. And I think in the next week, that's going to kind of be my challenge for myself is like actually almost giving each of those things a name you know where it's like okay I'm gonna and and making it a bit more solid in my head where it's not just these ideas randomly floating around because I do have things I turn to more than other things you know like hiking but when it's pouring rain like it is today yes you know I'm not gonna go out hiking you Mm. know so I need to have something else that will work my body in a different way you need a wet weather option (laughs) exactly exactly Yeah. yeah so I love that. And, you know, I wanted to also just acknowledge in terms of how, like what you were talking about in terms of how quickly you noticed the spiral and kind of Mm -hmm. pulling yourself out of it. I feel like that's a real testament to all the experiments that we've been doing because I feel like your your self-care toolbox, which is what we initially set out to kind of create, is really starting to have some pretty awesome tools exist within it, you know? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And that was the thing too, is that I could catch it very quickly and I was able to articulate it to myself and I talked to my husband about it too um but I was able to describe it very quickly and to like tune into it very quickly which was really cool to see because I think that it is you know with being intentional and all the you know being emotional all that kind of stuff it's like the the thing that runs through all of it is just bringing that awareness to everything that we're doing and bringing that you know vocabulary to what's going on and being in touch with what's happening all the time and because Mm. of that I think I was able to recognize it as it was happening instead of realizing a week later when I'm sitting and doing nothing and just wallowing in my own self-pity you know like I I was able to catch it in a day or two and it wasn't a whole week you know oh I feel you on that yeah so uh to talk about me now. <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> well, because I, I had a similar-ish, like it's it's tangential, but it's similar mm. um, experience on the weekend. I think it's like, for me, the thing that keeps coming up is like detachment. It's like being detached from the outcome as much as possible, which is hard for me because like you, I'm very uncomfortable with uncertainty. Yeah. Um, I'm that prolific planner. We've talked about this. Like the uncertainty piece always makes me nervous. Yeah. But I also kind of discovered this new thing on the weekend where I like had options, like plans that had been put in place to a certain degree that I then had a chance to opt out of. And oh. it was really, so what happened was it was my husband's and my uh, three-year wedding anniversary, eight-year together anniversary. So we got married on our, on our anniversary. <laughs> and we were really feeling like, what do we do? We're not quite sure. We're about to... I don't know if I've announced this officially, but we're about to move to Australia. <laughs> in like You're about to abandon months. me is what's actually happening. <laughs> I'm the worst friend ever. Um, but so we, we, we didn't want to like do any, like we're trying to save a little bit of money. Uh, we're also not necessarily wanting to like buy physical things right now because we've got to consider, we've got to move these things with us and, yeah. you know, all of those considerations. So initially we just decided, well, um let's book dinner because I actually got into this spot one night when we were talking about what should we do where I get overwhelmed by choice like there's too many Mm. things like and what's the perfect thing what's the thing I'm gonna like remember and you know I end up getting quite anxious to the point where I get a headache that comes on almost instantly and I'm like Rory I just need you to to handle it like I can't think about this anymore I'm too overwhelmed by it and so I'd mentioned this restaurant a few times that I was like curious to go to so he booked us a table and then the, so on the weekend, we had this wonderful day on Friday, the day before our anniversary, where we went for this really big walk. So talking about physicality, we went for this lovely walk with the kiddos. We went and bought all these board games. I'm nice. so excited for one of our experiments in the future to be like tasks that have no productive value. Like, yes. because 
I did a bit of that this week, last weekend, and even this last week. And my goodness, has it I think been impactful? I, yeah, I think I need a bit more of that in my life right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't prioritize it very much, but when I do, boy, do I have some fun. I'm a big fan of coloring. Let me just say, like well, coloring books. I I have a whole like relationship with coloring books where it's very tenuous because my perfectionist side comes out, mm, and if I mm-hmm. draw outside a line, I'm like, oh, or if I get don't get a nice, I, I don't feel like I'm that great at colours. Like I don't know a lot about <laughs> no. like how to match colours <laughs> yeah. well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, I, I just feel like it's not a skill in my skill set. Like I'd like to get better at it. But then when my colours look like shit, I'm like, this is a terrible. You're Why like, did this I is awful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So colouring might not be the best thing for you. <laughs> no, but I actually also think it's one of those things I need to keep doing because mm-hmm. It challenges me to let things not be perfect. True. And but so the thing I started doing this weekend as well, I bought a little course. A friend of mine who came to stay recently, he is a big sketcher and he's got an oh. iPad. And I bought an iPad a few months ago with the intention of like journaling on it and stuff. And mm-hmm. I bought this app to do sketching or like, I don't know, I was going to do mandalas. I did a lot of mandalas when I started out, but then oh, I okay. like got over that and hadn't used it since. Yeah. Anyway, so I went and bought a little course this weekend on how to use this program better. And I started like learning how to draw, which was kind of cool cool because I really don't consider myself artistic, even though there's lots of evidence to the contrary to say that I am. (laughs) Yeah. But it's one of those things I really struggled to acknowledge because my sister was the truly artistic one in our family who like painted and drew and did photography and all these like quite stereotypically uh, artistic things right meanwhile I design logos and brands and yeah you're all amazing these other, at like, that stuff yeah yeah but yeah. I don't consider myself artistic and I like yeah. also like played musical instruments and stuff anyway yeah. that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> so many tangents in this conversation we will get to the end I promise <laughs> um so anyway we had this lovely day played some board games big walks like it was just really nice to get outside and then our anniversary, we got up and went for another walk to breakfast and had breakfast out, nice. which was lovely. And then on a like on a whim the night before, I was like, maybe we should book a, a local. They've got seaplanes local to us. And I was like, maybe we should book a seaplane and go for a flight because we've done it once before when my husband's mother was in town. We took her oh, on nice. a special like it was called a fly and dine experience that like we flew somewhere, had dinner, and then we got like a water taxi back and a, and a limousine. And it was like oh, cool. this really amazing experience. But I find it really easy to do that for other people. I don't yeah. like spending money on myself. Yeah. Whole nother, whole conversation on money <laughs> one, one day when we do an experiment on money. Yes, exactly. But, so it was an expensive adventure because I also had to buy a seat for our three-year-old, which I was like, really? But anyway, <laughs> we bought a seat for her. <laughs> Because it was like almost, it was about $450. So it was like, yeah. it was pretty up there. And yeah, it was something where I had yeah. to, no. And it was something I had to like, I felt really nervous about it from that perspective. Also just like this real fear that like I'm taking, you know, how they say you shouldn't put all the board of directors in one plane in case like oh. someone dies. I was like, <laughs> yeah. we're putting all four of us in. If, we, if the plane goes down, there's none of our family left. Just leave the um, baby behind by herself. Yeah. Hold down the fort, Zaley. Yes, you've got it, Zaley. Continue the family legacy. Um, <laughs> but, but anyway, so we got in the plane and it was like, it was such a nice experience. And I, I said to a few of my friends, like 50% of the joy came from watching Zinni experience mm. the flight. Yeah. And it was so gorgeous because it was so loud. She's got head like uh, earmuffs on yeah. and <laughs> she was like screaming at the top of her lungs. I think she was experimenting <laughs> to see like at what stage will I hear my own voice because it's so loud. <laughs> but she was like singing and like bashing her feet around and she's like, wee, like doing this. Like Aww. she was just having the best time. She's um, so cute. <laughs> she's so gorgeous. Just a beautiful age. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's only 25 minutes and... But it was like we got to like really see where we lived from above and mm-hmm. it was actually quite a nice day. We saw snow-capped mountains. I've kind of got a little bit of everything that we enjoy of about Canada and about the area that we live yeah. in. And then we got off and both Rory and I were feeling a bit motion sick because oh, no. we've been like looking at children and looking at small windows. And, yeah. and then we kind of like both said to each other, like, do we really want to do this dinner tonight? Mm. Like, I don't know. And I had this real like past Maddie come up in me where it was like, oh, but that that's the that's how you celebrate an anniversary. Like yeah. 
you should like a lot of shooting. There's a lot of like mm. different angles of shooting happening in my head. Yeah. But I was like, but will I actually feel better having gone? And I was like, no, like I just, we've had actually quite a big day. We've already had a meal out. We've gone on yeah. this big adventure. I actually just want to be at home with the family. We'll order dinner in mm-hmm. and we'll just like watch TV, like just chill. Like it doesn't have yeah. to be. And isn't that the perfect color. thing too, where it's like, hey, yeah. we're good. Let's just spend this time together. That's it. And it was yeah. lovely. And that's what we did. And like, cause as soon as I said to Rory, like, do we want to do this reservation? And he was like, I don't know. I definitely uh. don't. Like, he, I think, like you and I, we were like kind yeah. of doing that. Like, oh, oh, oh. if someone yeah. says it, like we won't do it, but <laughs> yeah, are, we exactly. gonna, are we someone going to say it? Um, but it was like, it was just a really good decision. Like it was something that I wouldn't have done in the past. I would have forced myself to go out, yeah. especially if there'd been other people involved, but like, I hope if I get challenged with that in the future, I'll be like, you know what? I don't feel it. I'd love yeah. to see you, but I'm just not right now. Yeah. Um, it's so hard to yeah. do though. Hey, it I don't is. know why it's that hard for us to just be like, oh, I'm not feeling it right now. Well, I think it's FOMO. I think FOMO is like a, a truly scientific yeah. thing that hasn't had a name attributed to it yeah. yet. Cause even my counselor said that to me the other day, she's like, this isn't really scientific, but I think you're suffering from FOMO. And I was like, uh, yes, yeah, that's what I'm feeling. I think part of it for me is like, <laughs> if I, if I tell myself, if I give myself an out for anything, I would yeah. never do anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm very much like, no, I'm not really feeling it right now. Like I'm not really feeling anything at any point. Like if I think I <laughs> I'm have pretty numb, to, really. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if I think I have to do something, I'm like, Meh. Like even like waking up in the morning, I will wake up on my own fairly early. But if I've set an alarm, even if my alarm is set for like 10 o'clock, which I never sleep in until 10 o'clock, just knowing that my alarm is set for a specific time, I will be super reluctant to wake up. Like I fight against it. And it's like, if I know I have to do something, I do not want to do it. I have to push myself to do anything. Wow. But see, I wonder if I'm a little bit similar because I think part of what made the weekend so wonderful was it was so spur of the moment. Mm. And actually it reminds me of the weekend you came to visit because we didn't really have any structured plans. And because we just kind of went with like, what do we do now? It was really, really enjoyable. Yeah. And, and that's where I think like, I want to find the balance for myself of like having things booked that I can like opt in and out of so it's like mm-hmm. fortunately with the restaurant we didn't lose any deposit or we didn't like get penalized for canceling late which yeah. was great um but we had it there as an option mm-hmm. and I like that because then if I'd wanted to go it was like yeah let's let's do it you know like let's get yeah. in the car let's go um but then the spontaneity of doing and I think this is where I, I would love to do an experiment on money because I think what's also been different is I've, I'm in one of the better financial positions I've been in for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I had the money at my fingertips to kind of go, oh, let's go and do a, a seaplane flight. Like, yeah, to make those choices and to make those exactly. experiences, right? Yeah. Yes, because as soon as there's the restriction of like, can I afford it? Can't I? Do I need to save up? All of that makes the whole thing less joyous for me. So yeah, it brings yeah, a whole having, other layer into it. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. the truth is though, it's also looking at like on that Friday when I went for a walk and yes, admittedly we bought board games and we did a little bit of shopping, but a lot of that day was very enjoyable without any financial outlay. Yeah. And it's also recognizing like money doesn't have to be a component and yeah. to remember kind of to your same point, remembering, oh, but I really love it when we take the kids to the park. Like I yeah. really love seeing, like just getting to sit down and watch Cine and go for yeah. a walk together. And even like I love window shopping at the supermarket, like oh, at the at the um, shopping centre. Like I just yeah. love walking around, look at Cine loves all the Christmas displays that are up right now. So we get yeah. to like enjoy her watching <laughs> those. And it's like it don't have to cost money necessarily. Well, and sometimes that's the thing. Like I always tell like my financial coaching clients that like, If you just make an experience, especially when you've got kids involved, if you just make it an experience, Mm. you don't, you'll realize that you guys will have fun for hours, you know, going and looking at Christmas displays or whatever and, and picking out which one's your favorite. Oh, I like this one better or whatever. Like you can get so in the zone doing that. And it can be just as fun as going to a movie and spending like $50 going to a movie or going out for dinner, like even, and it's more just being that going back to our very first experiment of being intentional. 
Like if you set out to say, we're going on a family walk to the park and we're going to have like a a good time and you're all present, you're all doing it at the same time. Yes. It can feel like an event just as much as an actual event will feel, you know? Absolutely. Especially too, like, because I mentioned like the financial restriction piece is not great for me, but also in, in thinking about what you just said, it's the time restriction too, because half the time when I'm not, when I'm finding Zinni's curiosity frustrating is because I've got a time limit, which often is arbitrary. Like oftentimes we're not actually going anywhere. I've just decided I want to be home within X number of minutes Mm -hmm. or an hour or whatever. And so I'm like, hurry up Zinni, hurry up Zinni, hurry up. But it's like, I need to catch myself in those moments to go, is this time limit really that important? Not to mention like kids have a pretty short attention span anyway. So I (laughs) probably could just like, (laughs) just dive into her world and we'll get out of it pretty quick, really. Yeah. But I think that's so true. Like just being intentional and, and also kind of, it reminds me something that I thought about when I just even in the last year and the way I've changed my business is I don't, I don't want to have to rush anywhere. Like I actually feel like I'm quite in a quite fortunate position where there's not a lot, like we don't have a commute anymore. Mm -hmm. We don't even like the kids aren't in any kind of daycare or school situation that have to be there at a certain time. We do have daycare kids that come to us. So we do have a little bit like that, but we don't have to rush anywhere. Yeah. And so pretty much I'd say at least 90, if not more percent of the rushing we do is totally self-driven. It's self-imposed. Yeah. yeah, I need to, I need to make like kind of, you need to recognize. That. And that's the thing, yeah. like I had, that's what I was going to say to you when you were talking about the, the Christmas display thing where it's like, well, who like always think back to who, who told you you had to be back at a certain time? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is it outside of like this situation that's doing that? Cause I had yeah. years ago where I realized I was like stressing out so much about all of these things where I was like, I have to get this done by this certain time and I have to do this. And I was getting so overwhelmed and so stressed out. And I was like saying all these things almost out loud to myself of like, Mm. well, now I have to do this and then I have to do this. And like, how, how am I expected to do all this stuff in this time frame? (laughs) And I actually had a moment where I was like, I was like, wait, well, Kate, well, who's telling me I have to do all this stuff in this time frame? It was yes. all every single task that I had created and I'd put this time limit on it and this urgency on it. It all stemmed from me. It all yes. was purely created by me, even yeah. though some of them ended up having outside factors involved yeah. at some point. It still was created by me, set out by me. I had created my own stressful situation. And once I realized that I was like every situation I went into after that, I was like, okay, who, who set these rules? Like who created this and where is it coming from? And sometimes Mm. like if there are things outside of ourselves that we have to, you know, go by certain timeframes and certain, you know, structures that are already set up fine. But if you really stop and look at where all of this stuff is coming from, you'd be surprised how much of it comes just from yourself. And once you're able to like notice that and release that, you're free to do whatever, you know? And it's hard because I think it's something that's been coming up a lot as part of these podcast things for me is like, Mm -hmm. I actually want to go and like study capitalism and study um, the rise of it because I've been seeing a lot of content recently about even when you're talking about like getting up at a certain time, like there's a lot of things that mm-hmm. we praise as being like productive, as being like yeah. driven that are very, I, even I watched a Instagram live about it yesterday and it was this woman talking about how we we have this, well, she was specifically talking about America, but there's like this culture that, and it's like this equation, if you work hard, you will get successful you will you know attain success bullshit (laughs) well because then it really puts it down to you are the problem like if you didn't work hard you did it wrong yeah yes you did it wrong she really talked about that and and she was also talking about how it's quite tied to religion because it's like if Mm -hmm. you work hard god will reward you right you know especially in, in american culture yeah and so it's not only did you not do enough but like God doesn't love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like God, you, you, you haven't done enough yeah. to like make Double God trouble. proud of you to give you this. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's like you are the problem so much of the time when in actual fact there's so much more when we look at like 
what color is your skin? How much privilege do you have? Well, the have? whole system like, what- that's set up, the people at the top yeah. that are making the money don't want to compete with anybody else. Why would no. they make it that easy for you, little guy down there, yes. to do stuff? Like society works in a way we have to have people that are running the factories. We have to have people yeah. that are doing the menial labor. We It has to exist. And they're working hard. That's and the they are too. working like, hard. It's she's not that saying like there's these white influencers who are having these incredible successful businesses that are employing predominantly people of color to clean their houses, to cook their meals, to take yeah. care of their children. And those people are working hard and mm-hmm. yet they're not as successful as you. No. Like you're attaining that success off the back of people of color and, and, you know, which is getting into a whole nother conversation, but it really, it's really been getting me thinking the last month or so about capitalism because like I've really in the last probably four or five months moved my business to this place where I'm only working about 10 or 15 hours a week yeah and I'm still I'm probably making more money now than I have a lot in the past and I don't have any employees it's just my husband and I um and I kind of could pretty comfortably live this life and it's not a million dollar business it's gonna probably barely be a six-figure business this year yeah but it's really comfortable and yeah. it's kind of going like, but it's I, that work-life balance. Yeah, yeah. That's what, you, that's like, the lifestyle that you want, right? That's it. And yeah. it's not, a lot of it's not based on too much of the capitalistic ideals. Like mm-hmm. I actually, for the first time ever, have been letting myself wake up when I naturally am going to wake up. Yeah. And I always thought I've been a morning person and I've been having these really big sleep-ins. And I actually think it's a couple of things at play. My skin, it needs time to heal. And so I've been doing these really big sleeps. Mm -hmm. I'm really really fortunate and grateful that I'm able to do that because my husband helps out. But I'm kind of, I've stopped judging myself about it because Mm -hmm. for the longest time sleeping in was seen to be lazy and it seemed to, you know, there's all these negative connotations, even though there's been studies to say some people are what they call like night owls, some people are larks, some people are like, there's all these. I'm like an afternoon person. That's what I've realized. Cause I've kind of been doing the same thing where I'm like, okay, originally when I stopped working like corporate world Mm. and started just working for myself, which was only a few months ago, I remember I was like, okay, I was so worried that I wouldn't like stick to all the things and and be productive. And I wanted to make sure. So I made a schedule for myself and it was very much like eight to five every day with a lunch break and whatever. Right. Like, but I had it kind of like scheduled out that way. And I very slowly moved to like, I have no schedule right now. I kind of have like tasks where I'm like, okay, I want to make sure I get this done you know, in the next couple of days and then this yeah. done in the next couple of days kind of thing. And that's what drives me forward. But mm-hmm. I don't set my alarm unless I have, you know, when I'm going to volunteer and stuff, like when I have to be there. Yeah. Um, but otherwise it's the same thing for me. And I've realized because of that, that I actually am very productive in the afternoon, like late afternoon, early evening is like my wow. most productive time for my business, Yes. which surprises me because that's not at all what I would have thought it would be. Yes. You know? like yeah. I, and because like I'm, some people like would morning, say that, you know, yeah. yeah. Well, and we really praise people who are morning people. Like, yeah. and I'm, I'm very curious to see how my energy shifts when I go to Oz, because right now working in the afternoons kind of suits me. Cause that's kind of similar for me. I'm kind of, especially with the way we've structured Rory's going back to his job this week and he's yeah. working mornings. I'm working afternoons. But I initially was a bit scared of that because I used to think, well, I'm only really have all my energy and best ideas in the mornings. Yeah. And now because I've been working afternoons for a while, I'm like, oh, actually, I'm equally as productive now. Like I don't, I think yeah. it's more about how much rest I get. And that's exactly um, what I was just going to say. It's like, as long as you yeah. get enough rest, you're going to have your good ideas, you know, because exactly. you've got but energy. I have, I have found I don't like working at all in the evenings. I used okay. to. I used to do, have to do that when I worked a corporate job and I was trying to start my business. I'd have to work around it. Mm-hmm. And I tried the evenings and I was just, I just think I'm generally a bit brain dead. I'm kind of like winding down. I'm ready to go to yeah. bed. So evenings don't suit me at all. But with going to Australia, because of the way time zones will cross over, if I want to be able to work at a similar time to North America where I've been living for five years, I'd have to work very early in the morning, which I right. have done in the past and I actually enjoyed but 
it's just so different now with two children who have a lot of energy in the mornings. And yeah, I'm like, I, there's a chance I'm just going to have to completely restructure the way I do my business because I won't really be able to see people in person in my afternoons because that will be like right. the middle of the night for North America. Right. So, but I kind of appreciate the challenge as well because I'm like, cool, do I really want to do in-person stuff with people? Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Um, I quite enjoy just having a task to kind of do on my own schedule. Yeah. So... But yeah, anyway, I but feel then, like I got off my point. <laughs> I went on a tangent. I've forgotten where I And then you were talking about the capitalism stuff, which I have something to say about before Please. we move on to anything else, is that um, I was just saying, and I think I've said it to you before. I don't know if it was on the podcast or not, but um, I was just saying to my friend yesterday when we were walking through the forest that it took a long time for me to um, acknowledge that even though I wasn't working than like nine to five sitting at my computer working, I still was getting things done because I was very hard on myself when I first started working for myself. And it's taken a long time to build the idea of my business and the brand. And like, what do I even want to say? What's my, my, you know, business identity and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I would be so hard on myself where I'm like, all I did today was you know, I set one thing up and then I went for a hike and then I went and like watched TV and did nothing. And I'm like, yeah, but on slacker. (laughs) I know. Right. (laughs) But that's what we we led to believe. Right. Exactly. And so Mm. I would, I would be so hard on myself, but I'm like, but on that hike, I like developed a whole bunch of business ideas and I came up with all these YouTube videos that I'm going to do. And I, you know, I, cause it takes time to create that stuff and to think of it. And it doesn't happen in the way that we're, we're, trained to believe it does like oh we're trained from a young age when we go to school that you're you go to school you go to work you go to these places you sit there and by sitting there you are being productive and you are being a productive member of society and you are doing something and And you are being a good student or a good worker or you know like Yeah. yeah yeah and you can feel good about yourself like you've earned your paycheck then right yes and oh, earning is a whole thing, uh, like deserving. Yeah. Like this deserving, the, the whole concept of being deserving, I want to talk about at some point because yeah. it's kind of messed up. <laughs> it really is. And I yeah. like, I am so, I was so hard on myself because yeah. I did, wasn't fitting into that thing that I'd been taught. It was so indoctrinated in me of what I thought being productive looked like and what mm-hmm. I thought, you know, yeah, having a business looked like like all of these ideas of what I thought it was supposed to be. It's not, but it doesn't mean that it's not productive. Like I'm not being productive or that I'm not, you know, building value in my business or that I'm not Uh. doing this stuff. It's all happening. Well, even it's so interesting you bring that up because there's when, when I start to think about what society defines as being worthy, productive time, it Mm -hmm. is so narrow because I felt the same thing. Even when I worked in the corporate world, if you had too many meetings on your docket, you were seen to be lazy. And the truth is like, it's interesting. My husband works for um, a tech company who are quite uh, different and forward thinking. They like, they kind of gotten rid of a lot of the toxic uh, corporate culture. Yeah. And he, he had like in his role before he went away on parental leave, he had this role that was like just jam packed with meetings constantly, but he was a people leader. And so that's kind of what he had to do. He had to be managing his people. He had to be checking in with them all the time. Yeah. And he would have this stuff come up where he's like, I'm not being productive because I don't get time to just sit at my computer and type, which is kind of like, you know, producing a document, like all these things that seem to be like worthy, Yeah. uh, which I think was his old programming as well coming up because no one else was really like, well, Rory, you haven't been doing enough, you know, output. Yeah. Like his his, um, measures of success were really like measured across the things that actually mattered to his role, which was really interesting to me. And you said something there too. There's something about online. Oh, the thing I really struggled with when I went into my online business, I, and I think this still haunts me today. I find if you're on your phone looking at social media, you're wasting time. And unfortunately I have this business that kind of needs me to be online in some capacity to grow my following. And 
I have always felt like if I sat there during my work hours, I say in, in inverted commas, mm-hmm. if I sat there during my work hours on my phone, I've just wasted my work hours. Yes. When in actual fact, I could have been doing a lot on this small device, but because I've been so like yeah. indoctrinated into feeling like to be on your phone is you slacking yeah. off. I never feel like I'm being, but and it's also that it's also that thing of like that's you should be doing that during work hours. So instead, because yes. you're doing it anyway, but right? I but do you're it probably work doing hours. it outside yeah. work hours when you're sitting there with your family and you're yep. like, okay, scrolling, and it's stuff that's related to your business, exactly. It's and then I'm getting resentful of my business because it's like seeping into these other areas. Exactly. When if I just given myself permission, that's exactly. And that's the biggest thing is giving ourselves permission, giving ourselves like a little bit of a break, you know, and not, oh, I wrote something down when I was thinking earlier about um, how, like about my whole active struggle and what I have control over. Mm. And I realized like the whole thing um, that I was really struggling with was that that there's such a fine line between listening to myself and pushing myself. So like like letting myself kind of take care of myself or, you know, give, give myself a rest and pushing myself. Mm. And I'm always like, while I'm always harder on myself than anyone else, I also simultaneously let myself get away with more than anybody else, you know? And it's like this weird dichotomy of these two things of like, Mm. I I don't know how to reconcile it all. And I guess that's like kind of the point of the podcast, but. Yeah. But I hear you on that because it's, I like the thing that comes up for me when you say that is we I would want to be checking in with both voices the voice that lets you off and the voice that's trying to push you to see how authentically them yourself they are because and I say this to myself as much as I say to you because I can hear my own struggle with that where it's like even in the um the like we've just been talking about like the worthy work and everything Mm -hmm. I know that the voice telling me that this me being on my phone doing social media stuff is not worthy and you need to hurry up and get off it yeah. is not me. Like right. it's, it's it's probably several bosses and society and all these kind of things. Yeah. But it's kind of like getting like, I, one, what I was going to say is like, you want to be looking at it like what really matters? Like what yeah. in this moment with what am I, what am I trying to achieve? What, what actions right now, no matter what kind of actions they are, what actions are actually going to contribute to me achieving that. Yeah. And and then also doing like this check-in of like, do I want to do that right now? Like, does that feel good to me? Is that, yeah. you know, like um, kind of, and not not in like, do I feel like it? Like, oh, no, there's yeah. also like the activation <laughs> piece we were talking about last week that might come into it. Yeah. But it's kind of like examining those things and deciding the path from that because, yeah, I feel yeah. like one of your voices is probably just the rebellion against the other voice because it's like I don't want to do that like yeah I don't want to be productive and active right now I just want to chill and because there's no middle voice it's kind of like the truer version of you it's like you get confused as to which one to listen to exactly Mm. like like your inner voice isn't actually your own voice you know like it's not who you are it's everything else that you've heard you know yes it's interesting too because as you were saying that coming back to the physical movement stuff so this week I only did two stretching sessions and I, but I'm really like pleased that I did. That's great. The one that I, yeah, the one that I did last night, actually last night, I was like, oh, look at me doing a stretching session. Like, <laughs> I'm going to have so much to talk about on the podcast. And then I was like, oh shit, the podcast is tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, oh, I finally done a stretching session. It's hilarious. But I just realized as you were talking about like, you know, listening to yourself and that the reason I did a stretching session last night was because I was feeling tight in my body, which is just mm. another like, voice signal lesson you know like it's my voice but it's my body like crying out for like please move me to you know remove this tension or whatever maybe and I listened which I don't often listen because I'm just like I'm too lazy but I was like "Mm, no you know what would feel really good right now is to like go and do a few stretches that like stretch out those sore muscles yeah and I went and did it and it was like a very short session and it was like really easy and enjoyable and it was literally just like rolling around on the ground but (laughs) I really enjoyed it like yeah it felt so good and having those experiences makes me more likely to do it again because exactly you know and doesn't isn't half of the thing like you said oh it was like 
you know, not even a long session or whatever, like, but half of I diminish it straight away. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. We all do that so much. Right. But, but half of what feels so good about it is even just taking that first step of being like, I'm going to do this and like deciding, like, I'm going to do this for myself for, you know, my body's asking for this. I'm going to do it. You know, like, that's what I find because I've done that a bit too with trying to find these modified, you know, exercises and stuff. Like even earlier today, I was like, okay, well, while I'm listening, I was listening to some other podcasts. I'm like, while I'm listening to this, I'm just going to do some like sit-ups and maybe Mm. do planking for a little or whatever, like try to keep my muscles strong. And I didn't do it for that long. And I started getting a little bit hard on myself for, oh, well, you didn't do it for as long as you did in kickboxing or whatever, you know, all that stupid crap going on in my head. Mm. But I still felt really good that I had made that choice to, because otherwise I would have just been sitting on the couch listening to this podcast, you know, like I, I wouldn't have been doing anything. So I'm like, hey, I did something and I took that action and I even if you did that, you know, a couple times a day or a couple times a week or whatever, it's like, it's more than I did before. So absolutely. (laughs) Even when we were like waiting for the plane, um, on Saturday, waiting to get on the little seaplane, we're just standing in this like little green yard. And I was doing one legged, um, like half squats, like just like going up and down on one leg at a time and trying to just, just having this moment of like focus on like, Oh, just, it's not about going deep. It's about finding the muscles and building like uh, stabilizing strength and yeah I, I, I feel like I barely did it and literally yesterday as I was stretching I was like oh my god my legs <laughs> like, <laughs> I haven't felt those muscles for a while but so I was like oh but it was kind of nice to feel that little bit of soreness because yeah. I was like oh I actually like did something my body responded something. to yesterday yeah so I feel you it's like and it was such a spur of the moment I was just like there and I was like hmm, one leg other leg, one yeah. leg, other leg. It was nothing. Yeah, but it, it contributed, like it added. So. It all does, and that's the yeah. thing. Like, because I've been doing that too. Like when I'm cooking or something, or if I'm waiting, like for food to heat up or whatever, I'll just like start doing squats or like mm. start doing something. And even though it is minor, it's still like you're still using those muscles. It's still, yes. you know, better than just standing there doing nothing. Absolutely. You I know? remember when I was growing up as a teenager. My mum went through this phase where she really loved doing dance size and it was oh, yeah. literally like five o'clock every afternoon. She'd turn on some great like um, recent pop tunes, which is yeah. totally my whole genre. <laughs> I am not a I am not mature when it comes to my, my music nice. choices. Um, I want I want popular. I want recent. That's all I want. I want to have a beat. And we would just dance in the backyard, like you know, for like. I don't know, 30 minutes, mum often have like a glass of wine in hand. And that was just like yeah. a bit of a routine and we loved it. That's so awesome. And, but it was movement, like, yeah. and it was, it was, but it didn't feel like movement. And it's interesting. I think we might've brought this up in a previous episode. I can't remember though, but I've had so much restriction in my mind around what constitutes worthy exercise, where it has uh, to yeah. be so many kilometers or so many minutes. It has to be measurable. Yeah that I have for years and years, like venturing on decades now, really felt like doing something like an afternoon of dance or like, you know, dancing to a couple of tunes doesn't count when it absolutely does. Like your body is not sitting there going, we're not going to burn any energy because this isn't real exercise. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it all builds up and it all adds up to something. And that's the thing that I was going to say when you were talking about doing those little um, like one-legged squat things. Yes that it's we have this idea of that it has to be something or it has to be a certain Mm. amount of minutes or it has to be a certain amount of kilometers or whatever it is and it's like no it just has to be something it just has to be some kind of movement like Mm -hmm. that's fine just do that like yeah really I'm such a fan of and it's good to push yourself it's good to if you're like okay cool I did five squats today maybe tomorrow I can do 10 or it gets easier when you feel that it's getting easier you can do a bit more but I think to get our minds out of it and it's it's kind of the same as our emotional experiment where it's like we into like over intellectualize everything yes it's like if we just stop thinking about it and stop putting these expectations on it and just start moving just go put on one song that you like and makes you kind of move around and you can like before you know it it'll be song after song after song you know like because it's fun and it makes you feel good and you've got those endorphins and it feels good to move your body well like you just said what if it was as simple as 
I feel like moving and I move. Like there was no, there's no expectation and there's no judgment. It's just like, I just move in whatever way I'm inspired to in that moment, which I understand like that's an ideal. (laughs) And it's not like we just talked about having that tool, that like backpack of different um, activities that we can kind of like lean on. Yeah. Um, I think that really helps because oftentimes it's not as simple as like, I'm inspired to, you know, and you've got one. Yeah. But I do think it can get simpler than we've been making it, which is exactly. just to be like, I feel like moving. Okay, I'm going to make the choice to move yeah. right now. Because it is that thing also, like we were talking about, about activating and yes. everything. Like the the more you do something, the easier it gets. So if you yes. even just start out with like, I feel like moving and you just move however you want, it starts feeling good and you start yeah. and getting more energy and then you can start being a little bit more intentional about how you're moving or how you want to move or you're like oh I can start to see like my ab muscles or I can start to yes. see something or I could do one push-up I'm going to see if I can do two push-ups you know like yes. you can start challenging yourself and you can actually start feeling like you're capable of doing those things absolutely you know, well, even like- always feeling like you're not good enough and you're not like hitting yeah. some kind of goal that you've set for yourself you again know? yeah another arbitrary goal exactly um it's interesting because yeah, it kind of does compound on itself because my little bit of squatting um on saturday which then i think i actually first felt the soreness because i what i was doing um supermans with zinni oh, where yeah. i like lie on my back and i put her up on my feet yeah and i was like gosh she's not that heavy but my legs they're like <laughs> they're barking yeah. and and then i went and did the stretches but what i realized now kind of re- recalling the movement i did over the weekend is going oh i did a big walk then i did these little um these little squats and then i did airplanes and then my body was asking me to do some stretching and it's yeah. like it kind of compounded to where my body's asking for more admittedly yeah. in a slightly different feel. But I also feel like when I start doing more regular walks, I've really started conditioning myself now to when it's a clear day to be like, Ooh, I should get outside. Like yeah. this is, yeah. don't waste this opportunity. And I think, it, and because it's a positive conditioning as to the past where it's like, Oh, I've got to go to the gym. Like yeah. I've got that appointment. I've you know said, I'm going to go to, it's yeah. such a different feeling. It feels yeah. so I'm I'm yearning as opposed to like. Well, I think it's also like when we set certain like big lofty goals for ourselves, if you are looking outside and you're like, oh, it's clear outside. I guess I better go do my 5k walk that Mm. I know I'm supposed to do that. I set a goal for myself that I'm going to do this 5k walk. You're going to dread it. And you're going to be kind of like, oh, I don't want to do such a big thing. That's for me. Sometimes when I go hiking, like I'm very lucky in that I have all these trails basically in my Mm. backyard that you can, it's such a huge trail system that you can go for as short of a hike or as long of a hike as you want, basically. So a lot of times I kind of trick myself when I go out where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do my really short loop, which is like, I can do it now in half an hour. It's like three kilometers. Like it's not that intense. Like it is uphills and downhills and whatever. So I still get a sweat and whatever. Um, But it's like not it's not like the end of the world hike kind of thing. Like it's yeah. not as big deal, but ha- most of the time, once I'm on it, I'm like, okay, now that I'm all warmed up, I'm like, okay, I can either turn left and go home and make, keep it a short hike, or I can turn right and turn it into like a big hike. And yes, most of the time I would say like 80% of the time I go right and I make it a bigger hike, you there know, you but I have to kind of trick myself into like getting yes. out the door a little bit you know but that's kind of like that activating thing because as yeah. my counselor was saying is you have the the first action and the out yeah. and just by having that you've put the shoes on you've got out the door as your action yeah and your out is well I only have to walk to that little part of the trail and then I can turn around exactly and you get there and you're like oh but I did the hardest part like yeah. I was getting out the door yeah I might as well keep going yeah she's like she's purring right into the microphone i'm really curious if that'll come up on i know she's so um yes yeah, so um i must admit for having been so nervous mm-hmm. uh about this experiment when we when you suggested it yeah i'm really enjoying it like it's oh, good it's actually truly reconditioning the way I feel about movement because awesome. noticing those little things about like doing it. I, I think part of it is I've taken the focus off 
my body even. Like, yeah. yes, there are things. Like, I still have wants once my skin's healed to, like, go and strengthen. But the movement I'm doing right now is more about the experience that's cultivated, like, and the ve- the vehicle to the uh, experience is the movement. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, because yeah. even, like, I'm thinking yeah. about hiking, I if I was going to go for a hike right now, I'd want to do it to see something. Like I'd want to go see right. a waterfall or see a, see a vista or something like that. Um, or even like there's this great trail near us where there's these little markers on the trail that like are different colours for the different um, directions. Yeah. And Zinni calls them fairy houses. Because a friend of mine, when we went walking, they were saying like, oh, there's a little fairy house and there's a whole thing. So like yeah. the experience of going on that walk is like the joy Zinni brings to it of like, oh, let's find the next fairy house. So yeah, I'm realizing that it's not about necessarily tricking myself into the movement, but more remembering I really enjoy being out having these experiences. Yeah. I should like motivate myself to like get out the door more and, and have them yeah I love them that's great yeah I think that's like the whole point right yeah I honestly I so. thought so far in when I when I wanted to do that active um experiment I honestly thought it was going to be like me being like yes I'm going to get stronger than I've ever been before and like yeah. physically just because I was on such a physical high at the time and I'm like yes. this is amazing and like obviously now I think it's turned into such a different thing but it's good because it's Mm. like it's challenging in its own way and it's making me reframe the being active thing and like being able to still feel strong and get fit and be healthy but in a in a different way like it's really forcing me to face some of those like some of those demons almost of you know and the very traditional like mindset of being active and exercising and, perf- and that kind of thing the perfectionism and like the yeah. uncertainty that you mentioned earlier to yeah. like challenging those things to like let let them go almost like release exactly as best you can because yeah. I mean this is a journey yeah yeah <laughs> it's not exactly. just about forget it gosh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's interesting I'm glad that it's kind of like shaped up to be different than what either one of us expected because yes. I think that's like that's what keeps us on our toes right like that's life but and I also think it's kind of crazy that we didn't expect this because I'm like what did we just think we all the old things that we tried of, <laughs> of movement was just like we just failed last time and we're finally gonna have success <laughs> yeah, this it'll time. be like, perfect this time <laughs> yeah that's it yeah Nimi, what are you doing <laughs> Just, this cat is all over the place. She's so cute. Third co-host today. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so moving into like this next week, I think mm-hmm. the challenge for me is so Rory's going back to work. He's supposed to be today, but it turns out it's tomorrow that he starts. So my challenge is life's going to get that little bit busier again because we've mm-hmm. got, we have got kind of like we were talking about, we've got some um, very defined times of day that things have to happen. Right. So what I want to just check in with myself is to kind of not let the new additional busyness overwhelm me mm-hmm. to the point where I'm not moving again. Right. Um, I mean, the truth is we still kind of have a three-day weekend, which we've really enjoyed because Rory finishes at like one o'clock on a Friday. Okay. So my we really want to try and maximize those if if the weeks are too busy and I'm kind of letting that be okay right now like yeah I can do these little bits of movement I can even think about how to incorporate them with the daycare kids that we have coming to oh, kind yeah. of like do a little bit of stuff at home yep um, I know Zinni loves stretching with me so doing that's really fun so I think that's going to be my challenge this week is like how do I continue this positive trajectory uh around what will inevitably be a little bit more busy of a of a schedule right okay that's good I I like that I think for me my goal this week is to um to like create some um certainty in the uncertainty Mm. like to kind of harness that uncertainty and be like okay cool like like have it be self-driven but still that I can it's still I can control it and I can organize it and I can make a plan with it you know yes yes but still be flexible because that's always been what's been very nerve-wracking for me is like adding in that uncertainty and flexibility but still sticking to something that's Mm. that's making me physically fit and building that something that I can see that 
every day something's getting a little bit easier or something's because that for me is the reward when I'm looking at being active and being you know and exercising and whatever it's like I can look back and be like last week I couldn't do this and now I can so it shows me that it's actually working that I'm I'm building those muscles or I'm building that endurance or I'm building Mm -hmm. that lung capacity or whatever it is right yes so I think for me my challenge is going to be finding certain things like building that toolbox of exercises and stuff that I can do that I can still be flexible with. So depending on the weather or depending on how I'm feeling that way, like I can choose, pick and choose what I'm doing, but that I'm always doing something. Yes. I'm still feeling okay, mentally feeling okay that I'm I'm still putting good work in and I'm still doing something yeah. that's that's equally contributing to my health and my activity and and that kind of thing. Which I think will even help you dive deeper if if the feelings of like, well, that's not good enough. Like that's mm-hmm. like I could go for a hike, but what I really want to be doing is kickboxing. Like kickboxing would be good enough. Yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting to have that list of potential things to do on yeah. a whim and then catch yourself when even something on the list isn't like good enough. Right. Because that's just like going deeper into like, oh, that's an interesting like old school belief of mine that I want to challenge. And that's the whole thing, I think, because I have so much built up around all these, like so many rules kind of built up around all these different things and different activities. I, I always, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm only doing yoga today. That's such a cop out. Like, yeah. and it's like, well, no, that's not. That still takes a lot of Absolutely. your muscles. Like that still can be a very intense workout and it's its own yes. thing, you know, and it's still just as good as everything else. So I think for me, it's that challenge of finding the different activities and making sure that in my mind, they're on the same level and that mm. I can actually pick and choose any one of them to do yes. any day. And it will be equally as good it will contribute equally as much to to my cause in a way yeah. <laughs> you know I love that yeah I'm excited oh I'm, I can't believe how much I've enjoyed this <laughs> I, know. I really thought this would be the one that I'm like oh I can't wait physical to be over gosh but now I'm like really into it yeah what a I surprise know. it's Shocker. exciting but I it also think it's like it's getting easier for us to actually like I think for me it's nice to have after having two kind of like mental, emotional, like spiritual yes. kind of things to have something a bit more tangible where it's like, yes. okay, I'm going to go do this now, you know, like even totally though agree. it's turned into not such a tangible thing. <laughs> for, for you me, especially. But- <laughs> <laughs> it's still, exactly. it's something like I can organize it a bit in my brain a little bit easier than say being emotional. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, hopefully it'll be a good week. And as always, you guys, we are on Instagram. I actually posted for, for our last week's episode. I'm so proud of myself. You did so good. <laughs> I was active. <laughs> woo woo on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're at how to be me again on Instagram. If you want to pop by, leave a comment, let us know how your experiment is going with being active, or if you are, um, you know, doing them kind of out of order and doing what are not following us along exactly. Let us know how any of the experiments have gone for you. We would love to hear from you and we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>